Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Good day, everyone, and welcome to Cat Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning into this podcast today. I'm your host, Molly DeVos, and today we're going to talk about a topic that was suggested by a listener and uh, and consultant client of ours. But before we get to that, I want to welcome to the show my handsome co-host and husband, Dewey Vaughn. Thanks for doing this with me, Dewey. Oh, my love. I love doing it with you. And thank you. And <laughs> we thank don't you talk about of... that on the air. <laughs> <laughs> my apologies <laughs> to those people out there. Thank you for listening to our podcast. And uh, yeah, we have somebody that sent us something in, which is always a great thing because it helps uh, give us an idea of what people want to hear. And it helps the topics uh, throughout the podcast. And this comes from Amanda from Southeast Florida. Uh, she emailed us about her cat named Panda, a hun- handsome, handsome tuxedo handsome. cat. Handsome tuxedo cat, she says. I am noticing that the coat right above Panda's tail base is starting to get mild dandruff. His coat is still shiny and well-groomed by himself. My question is... With a cat with behavior issues, can the coat give an inclination of an unstable mind of a female? <laughs> feline, sorry. Feline. Yes, panda is hey, hey. not a female. <laughs> yeah, yeah, panda is a male. Okay. So um, a podcast on feline coat would be great. Thank you, Amanda. That's, that's a great topic. Uh, and we always love having suggestions from everyone, as we've talked about in the past. And if you happen to have one, please send that to molly at cattalkradio.com. So, Molly, what do you think about pandas dander? Bander. <laughs> pandas dander. <laughs> yeah. Something um, like that. Well, Panda's dander. Um, first of all, let me answer her first question, which is, can a, a, a declining coat condition be a reflection of a cat's unstable mind or, or be contributing to a cat's behavior issues? And it can if there's underlying medical things, which we'll talk about a little later, but um, it, it can for other reasons. But, you know, it, a cat has behavior issues for lots of reasons, and most of them are related to stress or medical or things of that nature. And so, yeah, all of those things can also, and nutrition can also make a coat look bad. But in reference to pandas danda, um, I want you to think about this in two parts. There's the fur, that that's one part of what makes up a cat's coat, and then the skin it's attached to. So when we refer to a coat, we're actually talking about both the skin and the fur. And just like people, a cat's skin is the largest organ on their body. And skin cells turn over rapidly, just like ours. So for cats, 
all of their skin are covered in hair, kind of like Bigfoot, honey. <laughs> Yay, Bigfoot, changing topics. <laughs> and, you know, here's a fun fact, you know, side fact for you. There are 130,000 hairs per square inch on a cat's skin. And that hair is being shed and replaces several times a year. So a cat's skin and fur are absolutely a reflection of its health. You know, I have to ask, so shedding is normal thing, right? Uh, that you can't stop. So yes. what's happening? Don't you wish? <laughs> yeah, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's something I hear a lot, especially in the shelter. I, I want the cat that doesn't shed. Are these right. cats that shed a lot? And I was like, well, it's yeah. just like us. You know, yeah. our hair falls yeah. out and replaces itself and our skin sloughs off and replaces itself same thing with cats so yeah it's it's normal that cats shed but cats will shed a lot more when they're stressed just yesterday when i was in the shelter we have this beautiful white cat that has different colored eyes he has like a yellow eye and a blue eye it's really stunning and um he came in with a bad injury and just lovely little cat, but obviously clearly stressed and in the shelter, and understandably so, coming in injured and being surrendered and, you know, being in pain and that kind of thing. And I was teaching a veterinary volunteer person how to hold cats. And so we were petting this cat, and this cat's name happens to be Guy. So we were petting this guy, and and his hair was just coming Wait a out. Let me and hear that story. <laughs> <laughs> Not the volunteer, honey, the cat, yeah, <laughs> that guy. Okay, uh, okay, all right. And so his hair is coming out, you know, what we pet, and then there's this big ridge of, of loose hair when you're on your backside of your hand as you're petting. And, and, I, and I said that to this volunteer. I said, you know, that also is a very good indication of stress level for cats because cats aren't real good about showing their emotions, you know, in, in their faces and that kind of thing. Their body language can be more difficult to pick up, certainly more so than dogs and people. So it's important to watch for all the signs of stress in a cat and excessive shedding is definitely a, a sign of stress. You know, you think about um, shedding and all the things, just think about how many products are out on the market that try to help uh, prevent or even after shedding when you, you have stuff on your sofa or whatever and they've got products that there's been a big industry made out of that just one little mm-hmm. thing so yeah cat yeah. hair is something people do not like to have on their clothes or their furniture or their floor and you know yeah it's yeah. a normal a normal thing and some of the things we'll talk about today uh, will help you to learn what you can do to slow that shedding down for sure like one of the things we've just talked about stress make sure your cat's not stressed and it will shed less so what should a healthy cat coat look like well a cat's coat should not only be shiny you know we always think of that as as kind of the milestone of whether the coat is healthy is it is it shiny but it should also be smooth and by that i mean not spiky or matted or coarse or brittle or greasy for that matter 
So, and the skin, what what does healthy cat skin really look like? Because, I mean, you think about it, you don't get to see the skin, you just see the hair. Um, we can't see underneath all that hair. So what is the skin supposed to look like? Um, it, sh- it should look like what we want our face to look like. It should be, um, <laughs> and the skin is very supple. Like I said, it's the largest organ on their body, just like the skin is the largest organ on our body. So it's important what we put on it and important how clean we keep it. And we want it to look supple and clear and not greasy and certainly not dry and flaky and or bumpy you know you don't you don't want to have bumps on your cat skin ah so i don't suppose any of that applies to the hairless cat or the curly cat ones right the ones with curlies all over (laughs) which which are cool cool cats by the way they they are very cool cats. I love curly coated cats with that texture hair. Well, it, it you know certainly a, a hairless cat has lots of has the same amount of skin as as a as a, as a haired cat. But uh, you true you don't have to deal with the shedding with a hairless cat. But um, but the nakeds they call them that's what they call hairless cats nakeds. Um, their skin still gets all the things that. You know, other cats get it can get it can get greasy. I mean, they naturally have oil emitted through the pores. They still have pores on their skin, even though they don't have hair growing through those pores. And so, when you pick up a naked cat, like I, I remember, I picked up a friend's naked cat, and I had a a black shirt on. And I was holding the cat against my chest and cuddling, and I put the cat down, and I had this big slime on my shirt. So they do get grease on their coat, and there are things you're supposed to do to take care of of naked skin that's different than a haired cat. And I'm not an expert on hairless cats, but um, but definitely, and and the curly coated uh, hair is just like ours you know i have curly hair and other girls have straight hair but it should all be shiny and you know smooth i mean obviously curly hair isn't smooth but it it should be you know silky kind of i guess is the the right thing so so yes um it does apply to those species nakeds obviously the same things apply to their skin with dander they can get dry flaky skin they can get breakouts like acne and things like that on their skin and for the curly coateds, you still want it to be smooth and soft and not matted. So, wh- what can it mean if a cat's coat looks bad? Well, it, it can mean stress, like we talked about. Uh, stress is a very big contributor to how a cat's coat looks. Illness and nutrition, all three of those play big roles in how healthy a cat's coat looks. And a greasy or matted coat can indicate dental problems diabetes, or even bladder infections, interestingly. And if you combine that with other symptoms, so let's say your cat's got a greasy matted coat, and then it's also lost weight, or its appetite has increased, or its thirst has increased, it's drinking lots of water, and it's restless, and you know it may have a rapid heart rate, all of those things combined can be signs of an overactive thyroid, which is a common issue for cats. And then on the opposite side, that same unkept coat with the opposite behaviors, your cat's more lethargic, 
it's acting weak. It doesn't want to jump up on things like it normally does. It's, it's kind of mentally dull, and it's had weight gain. All of those things could indicate an underactive thyroid. Does the disease cause the coat to look bad, or does the cat just stop grooming itself? And that's a good question. And the answer is both. You know, the disease or lack of good nutrition causes the skin to be over oily or dry and flaky. And also, if the cat feels bad, he might start under grooming. If the cat's older and has arthritis, you know, they can lose the mobility to groom themselves. And if a cat is in pain, it's not going to groom in positions that are uncomfortable and painful. And, you know, cats with oral or dental pain definitely groom less. Any change in grooming should be looked at closely. Does over-grooming make a coat look bad? Over-grooming is usually done because the cat may have parasites or skin infections because they're itchy. And that'll cause the cat to overgroom. And when they overgroom, it causes what's called hot spots, which are little bald patches or thinning areas of the hair, and sometimes with little skin irritation showing also. And cats can also get dermatitis. And you know, another another overgrooming thing, FIV, which is feline immunodeficiency virus and feline leukemia can manifest as dermatologic problems. So if you notice lumps or tumors or skin issues or grooming changes, you want to see a vet and and get blood tests to rule out any of these life-threatening infections. And, you know, we did a whole podcast on cat grooming, so I'm not going to ask about the role we play in grooming. But to the listeners out there, if you want to know you know, what to do uh, with your grooming and grooming cat, look up the podcast. But you mentioned nutrition contributing to the healthy appearance of the cat's coat. Tell us about that. Well, a patchy or scraggly coat can be a sign of malnutrition. So getting the cat on a diet rich in protein and fish oils, fatty acids, will typically resolve those issues. And and just like with our systems, if we eat poor quality food, we're going to end up lacking essential minerals and vitamins, which definitely, um, definitely show up in the quality of our skin and hair. And if you go to our store, we have a good product there. Um, go to catbehaviorsolutions.org and go to the Behavior Boutique. And in there is a product called Because. It's a superfood and a probiotic. It's, it's an awesome supplement for your cat. You know, uh, I, I know what, that there's a lot of obese cats out there. So what about obese cats? Um, I know... Fat cats have dander, too. Is, is there any difference between a, a obese cat and a regular cat and their dander? Yeah, you know, about they say about 57% of U.S. cats are, are estimated to be overweight or obese. And when they're fat, two things happen. They're simply unable to reach that area at the base of the tail to groom. And they typically aren't getting a great diet or they would have lean muscle on their bodies rather than fat. 
dry food, of course, is the biggest culprit here. You know, the the role of dehydration in a cat's body, it's just like us. When we dehydrate ourselves, our skin gets dry and our hair gets dry. Just like when we go to Santa Fe, New Mexico versus being in Dallas, Texas, there's a huge humidity difference. So there's a lot of difference in the air and we've got to drink a lot more water to stay sufficiently hydrated in New Mexico than we do in Texas. And, you know, same thing with cats. If they're not getting enough hydration in their diet, and they're not, if you're feeding them dry food, then that's going to show up in flaky skin and, you know, dry hair, probably a little more shedding than a, than a cat on a good diet, probably a lot more shedding. You know, we don't see a lot of shedding, by the way, in Pico. You know, it, and it's because he eats a great diet. I mean, gosh, he eats raw rabbit with organs and bones, and we feed him the primal brand, so we're not grinding those raw rabbits up ourselves. And even this morning, we put, we made egg whites. Do we made egg whites for us himself, and we put the egg yolks in on the cat food, and so they're getting additional amino acids that way. So yes, obesity plays a huge role in how good a cat's coat looks. You know, and that's a lot of work to do something like that. So I don't suggest people just do that every morning or every oh, meal. That? Yeah, I think about that. That was a lot. So, you know, anyway, I would imagine when a cat gets arthritic uh, or old, it's going to have a hard time reaching those tail places too. So can you put oil on your cat's fur if it is dry or flaky? You know, there are some essential oils that are recommended to apply by hand, but you need to be very careful about essential oils and cats. I uh, There's a, a, a veterinarian, Dr. Shelton, who has a site, and it's animaleo.org. So EO stands for essential oils, animaleo.org. They sell safe essential oil mixes that help support certain diseases and illnesses. But oil, you know, and, and those, they, she does tell you, put it on your hand, rub your hands together, and then rub your cat's coat. I don't know how much of it's actually getting absorbed, you know, through the hair and skin unless you're, you're really massaging down onto the skin because, of course, the skin will absorb that but I believe that oil is best used from within so just like us you know we put oil on our skin and it's only absorbing so much of it but if we increase our fatty acids the skin emits the oil like if I I added fish oil recently to my daily vitamins and supplements that I take and and it helps the skin to be more supple and emits the oil, and and that's a much better system, I think, than adding it, um, you know, topically. Although I do still put lotion on my skin, and when Tabasco got sick, I used some of the animaleo.org um, oils, and um, you know, I don't know if they helped, but I, I don't think they hurt. So, so food additives, though, of fatty acids, you know, found in salmon or other fish oils, that's going to bring the sheen to a cat's coat rather than putting it on topically because topically it may get kind of spiky too. You really want it to come, you know, through the cat's digestive system, through the skin, through those follicles that feed the hair, and, and that's a much healthier way to do it. But, you know, it takes about four to six weeks to see results when you're adding fatty acids to your cat's food, so be patient. <laughs> yeah, right. So what about bathing the cat? 
Would that help the skin and coat? It helps ours. Well, it does, and I appreciate you bathing every day, honey. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> but, <laughs> Me too. But actually, um, if you bathe a cat too much, it's going to dry out their skin and cause a dry, flaky coat because we're stripping it of the oils. So it's just like us. You know, if you wash your hair every day, it's going to be dry. You know, that's why your hairdresser recommends you only wash your hair every third day or so. And I know it's hard, but it helps those oils build up and your hair's healthier and your skin's healthier. And, and again, we covered bathing cats in detail in that grooming podcast a few weeks back. So refer to that if you want to know everything there is to know about grooming and bathing cats. So bottom line for a healthy coat is always uh, good. We need to make sure the cat is eating good food. I mean, that's we've said that you've said that a uh, mm-hmm. hundred times if you've said it once. I tell uh, everybody that. <laughs> yeah. So take it to the vet, which is something you also say uh, is a rule um, in, in order to rule out any underlying condition. Mm-hmm. So is there anything else besides some of those things? Yeah, like we said, stress reduction. You know, that's a huge one. We often don't pray play with our cats frequently enough. So pray play at least once a day, preferably twice a day. Short little 10-minute sessions, um, you know, with a wand toy. There's also a podcast on that. Make sure your cat is not in an overcrowded situation. You know, I know it's easy to want to keep all the fosters and rescue everything you see and get your cats more buddies because more is the merrier, right? But, you know, right. it's it's stressful on a cat to be overcrowded with other cats. So watch your number of cats per resources. Make sure your cat's not bored. Feeding frequency is a huge thing. So free feeding a cat actually stresses it out. So stop free feeding and feed in meals on a regular schedule. And there's so many things that contribute to a cat's stress levels. And we've done a podcast on that too, on on what stresses your cat out. And we've done another one on 34 things you do that stress your cat out. And we've done them on you know, how to keep your cat not bored. So check all those out. And if you can't find them, just email me and I'll send you the direct link because we do have over a hundred podcasts and I know sometimes it's hard to go back and, you know, weed through all those and find one you're looking for. So happy to email it to you if you can't find it. And that does a great job once again, wrapping up this part of our podcast. Um, We would love to thank, especially... Amanda for sending in the suggestion and to all yes. those others huh? I said yes thank you Amanda yay and so are you there I'm here are you there yeah I think I had a glitch <laughs> all of a sudden in my system and I was how about all you listeners are you still there listeners did you see that <laughs> anyway is everybody there hello there's our fupa <laughs> Yeah. Any other listeners out there with topic suggestions, please feel free to email molly at cattalkradio.com. She would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear suggestions and tell us about your cat and your story. Yep. And be sure to find us on Facebook and and like that page. Um, That helps us and helps you to have us come up in your news feed and catch all the the sometimes funny. That's definitely just all over things we put up but we put up tidbits and we also put up notifications when new podcasts come out and 
you know, photos from consults and stories and things like that. So we're also on Instagram and I have a blog on the website, catbehaviorsolutions.org. And often, you know, I obviously post there. So check out all those resources. And um, if you've learned something from one of our podcasts today or any other day, consider sending us a gratuity donation. Any amount helps to keep the show on the air. And in fact, this is the time of year where this show comes up for renewal with Voice America, where we are hosted. And um, we've got to make the difficult decision to continue forward for the next year with the contract or not. And um, it's not free to us, but it's free to you. You know, and there are no salaries. We don't get paid for doing this. We take our Sunday mornings and uh, record Cat Talk Radio, and I write them and and figure out what we're going to talk about during the week. So it's all volunteer-based to help you take better care of your cat and increase the bond between you two or three or four, however many you have. (laughs) And we're going to do it as long as shelter euthanasia is the number number one one cause of death death in cats cats. oh we did pretty good that time good job honey (laughs) (laughs) all right everybody until next time keep calm and purr on yes goodbye everybody bye-bye looking for products that address specific cat behavior issues On our website, cattalkradio.com, you'll find things that will create enrichment in the environment for your cat. Toys that will reduce boredom, the world's best and safest nail clippers, and much more. All proceeds support our mission, reducing the number of cats surrendered to shelters. Stop by the site and pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. You can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air. In the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues. Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars, and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend.